0: Hi, my name is Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk about heat stroke in horses. With summertime approaching all over the United States, we will be getting very hot weather. I live in Florida and we can have um, highs of 90 with humidity that gets pretty bad which will put the combined air and humidity over 150 real fast and that can be very dangerous for horses. Um, you have to really be smart when you have horses um, and you want to ride or even compete in the summer months. A lot of people do give the summer off for their horses like July through September because it's so hot but if you are still training horses or riding horses especially people that do it for a living. When I trained horses through the summer months, I would start as soon as the sun came up and I'd quit before lunch. And then I wouldn't start again till the last hour of the day before the sun went down. If you have arenas with lights, that's even smarter if you can ride after dark. But again, if you have an excessively humid and hot day, skip that day, it's not worth it. Some symptoms of heat stroke with horses Um, that you really need to watch for is really rapid breathing or really profuse sweating or even worse no sweating at all. If a horse doesn't want to move they're being very sluggish or lazy. You can also do the pinch test on their skin and if it doesn't uh, go back right away um, that could be a sign of dehydration. Dehydration and electrolytes loss is very dangerous in horses. So if they you should really monitor their drinking um, as well as having shade and someplace cool for them during the day to stand in, whether it be trees or a barn or a shelter, those are very important too. Sometimes horses don't drink enough or don't stand in the shade enough and um, get dehydrated without you even knowing because you're at work all day. So if you can be smart about that, watch and monitor their water. I also use a product from Dynamite called Dynaspark. It's organic blackstrap molasses with electrolytes and it basically replenishes what they lose through sweat loss. And in the summer, horses stand around and sweat. They don't even need to be ridden. Um, again if you are going to ride your horses keep it short and sweet 30 minutes don't if they're having a bad ride just fix it the next day don't work them for hour hour and a half you could have tied up muscles you could have um, worse they could have a heat stroke Um, if a horse is having a heat stroke their temperature will get above 104 and the best thing you can do Uh, is get them cold water hosing and scraping and in the shade in front of a fan. So if you notice they're hot, pull their tack, get them in the shade, start cold sponging them with water or cold hosing them with water, scraping it and get a fan or something to help cool them as well. Um, keep them in the shade, but it it is a medical emergency to call your veterinarian. They can die in minutes from heat stroke, just like a human can. So um, it is important you ride in the cooler days. Don't over discipline or overwork them in the heat of the day. Um, even by eleven in the morning, it can be wretched. From noon till six o'clock at night is wretched. Um, so if you don't get your writing done first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening, middle of the day is just too hard on them most time. And you would also want to do mostly slow work, you know, walking. It's even if you're at a, going to a barrel race, a day barrel race or a night barrel race, cause a lot of state finals, world finals for youth, all of that is in the summer It only takes 10 to 15 minutes to warm a horse up to go make a run, and then you can immediately pull their tack and hose them off. Literally, a horse can get warmed up at just a walk trot. You don't even really need to lope them because they can get hot so fast. Um, You know, it would be like three circles max, you know. Even just, like I said, walking and trotting can be enough, 10, 15 minutes, um, you know, to warm up and stretch things out, but you don't want to overdo anything. Again, it's so important that you watch for rapid breathing of their nostrils, of their flanks. Um, you can take their uh, respiratory note. Know your horse's vitals, right? You know, you can Google horse's vitals and, and make a copy of it, write it down, tape it up in the horse trailer door so you're always aware of your horse's vitals. Have a thermometer have a sponge in a bucket. So if you need to hose them and have a scraper as well. Um, you know, shade in a fan is really important. All those things I've already mentioned, the cold hosing. Um, even if a horse is in heat stroke, they can go from depressed to manic. And, um, you know, very upset and hyper fast because they're scared and, and feel their body shutting down. So um, these are all very important things. Again, even just when you're working them, if they feel really sluggish or lazy and not want to move, that can be signs of getting heat stroke. Um, You would be better to work your horse three days a week for 20 or 30 minutes than one or two days a week for an hour, hour and a half. That's just really incredibly hard on them. Right now, we're having a week with 90s and it's horrible. Um Where we'll have eighties next week, and we had seventies last week, and they can't adjust to it any better than we do, so um keep those things in mind. Another thing to keep in mind is in the horse trailer um if you have multiple horses in a horse trailer, they have huge muscles and they have a lot of heat, and that heat's going to make them. Uh, sweat profusely in there even if you drop all the windows and put fly mask on them it's still going to get hot in there so if you can haul with a space between the horses if you have a four horse just haul two horses that way there's air space between them Um, those are all important things to keep in mind because you stop at stoplights and Those are reasons for a horse to stand there and get very, very hot and uncomfortable. The airflow is not always going. Some horse trailers have fans, but even fans can't help on really humid days. So just keep all those things in mind. In the summer, I would compete more at nighttime things if I was still competing. And then in the winter, I did daytime things. So you can make adjustments. um, Just like if you horses don't have access to go in and out of their stalls, you could keep them up during the day and turn them out at night, unless you have to worry about lightning storms, um, things like that. But that's why I prefer if they have in and out so they can go in the shade or get out of the storms when they need to. Um, you know, and, and I don't have to get up in the middle of the night in a panic that they can't get to shelter. So, um, Those are all things to consider. Uh, Heat can be extremely dangerous when you combine humidity and temperatures. It gets bad real, real fast. So keep that in mind. Do your rides short and sweet. Mainly walk and trot slow. Always cold hose and scrape after. Pay attention to your horse's um, symptoms. You know, how they're breathing through their nostrils, their sides. If they're sweating, not sweating, sweating way more than usual uh breathing more than usual know their vitals on a re- at rest and know their vitals when working Um, Again, you don't want their temperature getting above 104. You don't want to be working horses when the combined humidity and air temperature is over 150 and you don't want to be working them for more than 30 minutes at a time that's um, hard and definitely ride early or late in the summer. Um, Dehydration, again, keep them drinking, replace the electrolytes that are lost through sweat. Um, You know, there's products that are better than others. I don't believe in dumping salt on their feed to get them to drink because I think that can cause muscle issues, but I think you can have free choice salt offered in their stall for them. I use a pink natural trace mineral pink salt from dynamite and they'll, they'll lick it when they need it in their stall. I like the loose salt versus the blocks because they can get what they need easier. They don't have the tongue like a cow and the blocks also have, you know, binders and uh, things like that in them. So I just prefer the loose, um, loose minerals and salts. Um, And those are just all things to keep in mind for your horses. Always have cold, or cool clean water for them um you know dump your big tanks once or twice a week and clean them maybe even have a bucket of cool water offered for them in their shelter where it's not going to get the sun beating on it all day to get it hot um make sure again they have uh access to uh salt and maybe even some sort of electrolyte replenish between rides or competition to help them recover and not um you know, and, and be careful with that too. You don't want to give horses electrolytes that are dehydrated. So make sure they are drinking. My Dynaspark will actually encourage them to drink. So, but, and again, you don't do much, maybe a half ounce, quarter ounce a day in the summer months, but it's one product I don't go without in the summer. Um, I just think it helps them stay stay on track in the human months of Florida. So, um, those are just things to consider with summer coming. You, I know you love your horses and want to do right by them, but just remember they overheat faster than us because of all the he- big muscles and, um, that they have. So, you know, they can't pant like a dog. Um, they have to sweat like us and, um, And they have to cool themselves out. So sometimes a little bit of walking them out is good too. Don't just tie them with their sides heaving. Um, You know, if you can hose them a little bit of walking, hose them and then get back in the shade. All that stuff is good. But again, you have to do it based on what the horse needs and just be preventative so you don't have to uh, deal with an emergency situation. I have seen horses die from heat strokes, people that go out on long trail rides and they have no way to cool them off out on the trail um people at barrel races warm up too much and then sprint for their show and then the horse is overheated um and and heat exhaustion they don't realize how bad it's for them so um so be careful you know that's a terrible way to lose your horse um you know just keep in mind it's better you know, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. So, so be preventative. So you don't have to call your vet with an emergency dehydration or heat stroke situation. So thank you for tuning in and as always ride with heart and God bless.